This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Good evening, Rockers Islanders. I'm your co-host, Adrian Orkenauer. And I'm your other co-host, Sergeant Chad Wonderhoff. You know, Adrian, word on the street is that a whole bunch of new prisoners, I mean gladiators, arrived on the island the other day. The street is a wise mistress indeed, Chad. Oh, hold on a minute. I gotta take this one. It's the B-O-double-S. Good evening, Mr. Riker. Yes, yes, Chet and I got the gift basket. It was very thoughtful, sir. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Real shit. Well, all right. I'll tell them all right now. Bye-bye. Was that who I think it was? Yes, sir, Reba. Warden Riker himself just called me up to say we've got ourselves a tag team match to look forward to tonight. A tag team match, you say? Whoa, Nelly, who's topping in? Did he name any names? Come on, you Shrek-looking ass. Tell me, and spill those beans quick before I slice your fucking dick off. Please don't remove my penis, but all Mr. Rocker mentioned was it's rookies versus vets. All right, all right. If the warden's gonna be that tight-lipped about it, then it's gotta be something super-duper special he has lined up. And now, it's time for our first foray of the evenfall. Finn Glizzy versus a rabid badger. How's it hanging, ladies and folks? My name is Chris R.R. Bauzo, and this is my show. You're about to hear the season three premiere of my ongoing sword and sorcery sci-fi narrative. A story written, read, performed, and edited all with your ear holes in mind. So don't even concern yourself with going back to catch up quite yet, because this episode, like every episode, just so happens to be the perfect jumping on point. And then, once you're hooked, feel free to go back and check out the story thus far while you wait for the next one to drop. But for now, all I need you to do is sit back, relax, And allow me to unfurl the wizard scroll. She sat hunched over, sat wrapping her wrists, sat and contemplated her upcoming battle. For she was soon to face not one, but two of Yergslin's mightiest gladiators, a perilous pair of opponents, ones that she would, no doubt, need all the tactical prowess at her disposal to outmatch. Her mind reduced to a swirling maelstrom of thoughts and ideas, of wishes and daydreams, and of all the tough decisions that had gotten her there, locked in that filthy little cell beneath the Rikers Island Super Arena, 
bunkmates with the very man who had ratted on her in the first place. Hey, uh, Crystal, would you like to discuss some strategies for our match tonight? I have this fantastic idea where I take my sword and I spin it around like weep, 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 and I throw it right in the air, my friend. Yeah, yeah, sounds great, Narc Wahlberg. But I was thinking we could try something called you stay the fuck out of my way and let me do my thing, okay? Um, my friend, I believe if we are to be the tag team partners, we must try to have the, uh, the fuck's it called? The, uh, the open line of communication, yes, says the slimy son of a snitch who communicates my location to the chops. To be fair, your green little friend did shoot out both of my kneecaps. You can still walk, can't you? Now shut your trap and save your breath, you little miracle of modern medicine. And maybe I'll think about not using your bronze kneecap having ass as a meat shield out there. I, uh, as you wish, my friend. I'm not your fucking friend, man. It's your fault I'm in here. The camera then panned out a bit, revealing that Chris Stahl had been sitting on the toilet this whole time. Uh... Quit looking at me, you little creep. Lizzie wins! That badger didn't stand a fucking chance! And let me tell you, Uno Momentito, por favor, mi amor, it's El Bosso! Yeah, hi, talk to me, baby! Real shit? Yes, yes, I'll, I'll tell him right now, sir! Well, ladies and folks, I just got word from the big man himself! The mystery tag team match is coming up next, right after this word from our sponsors. Who's there? It's me, the Orc IT guy. I hear you got a bug in the system. Oh, uh, yes I do, big boy. Come on in here and fix my USB drive, would you? Oh, yeah. Drink Sprite Cranberry. Today's episode of The Wizard's Scroll is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash thewizardscroll today for instant access to all sorts of patron-exclusive content, including, but not limited to, Early access to new episodes before they're released, phone and desktop wallpapers, and a whole bunch of other shit as well. Sign up for a small monthly donation today at Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the wizard scroll. And you better know how to spell that. Anyway, that's about it from this old blabbermouth. As it says, out! And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. The match that everyone and their dog's gonna be talking about by the old mead hall tomorrow. Emerging from the East Corridor, making their first ever appearances in the Super Arena, it's Don Ganyaro and Crystal the Raddest. Don, is this really what you picked as our theme music? Come on, Crystal, who doesn't love Elfis Crespo? Word around the block is that these two ne'er-do-wells were running from law. Why on 
jobs finally found them way out in the sandscape desert. Just goes to show how mighty cagey these knife ears can get when push comes to shove. Yo, that guy just say the K word? That's fucked up. Adrian, did you just say the K word? Live on the air? Yeah. For God's sake, man, that's a racial slur. Ah, oh, don't worry about that, chick. The boys in the booth will censor it right out. Adrian, this is a live broadcast. There are no boys nor a booth on this island. Oh, shit. Anyway, here come the knife ears opponents. Emerging from the waste corridor, we have... Hold the phone, it's... Former Pineville champion, Jen Jacks Lizardman. But wait, where is his tag team partner? As if on cue, the camera panned upwards, directing everyone's attention towards the giant hot air balloon presently taking a pass over the stadium. Holy mother of sassafras, it's Gargano Destroyer! A 3,000 square foot panel on the floor opened wide, revealing a big old pool of piranha infested water. And by the looks of those bloodthirsty, ravenous fish, you totally get the vibe that those things hadn't been fed since last time they were brought out. Back when Young Slug won his first ever match by having his opponent slip on his slime trail and fall into the water, where they were immediately devoured by piranhas. Only the skeleton and the foreskin remained. And there they remained still, floating about in that unclean, crimson-tinted abattoir under the sea. Grim leftovers of those ravenous fish, the ones now ready to bite, ready to eat, ready to tear flesh from bone until no flesh remained once again. As the gnome referee came in and placed a big old two-by-four across the length of the pool, the long way. One combatant from each team must be in play, on or above the board, at all times. Fighters may switch places by tagging each other in. The battle shall be to the death. When one fighter on either team is killed, the team with two living players shall be declared the winner. Uh, hey Don, I asked, looking down at the red-tinted pool of carnivorous fish before me. Yes, my friend. How good are those new kneecaps of yours? Cause mine are uh, shaking right now. Not a fan of fish? It's a long story with a long-ass title, Don, but it involved a wizard, a fish tank, and a whole lot of sharks. She instinctively reached for the spot betwixt her collarbones where her necklace used to be. I can't go out there. Can't or won't? Pick one. Now get on the board, Slappy, before they disqualify us. All right, all right, I am going. Sheesh. 
Shut the fuck up, my friend. Ah. Oh, Dang, oh my this fight seems pretty one-sided, huh? Don's brand spanking new prosthetic kneecaps, courtesy of the Super Arena Nurse's Office, certainly aren't doing him too many favors out there. Oh, and oh, 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 I am alive! Ah! I want some of your yet, Donny boy! Oh my goodness! I do not believe my eyes! In a shocking turn of events, Jinjax just saved his opponent's life! A truly chivalrous lizard man he is! Good thing, too! Or else this match would have been like 28 seconds long! Yeah! Now he's getting the hang of it! I guess all it took to kickstart his fighting spirit was a little near-death experience! Indeed. Don's trip and fall had just instilled him with the fear of God, and so presently he fought with the swiftness and dexterity of a man who still had his knees about him. He swung and he swiped, he dipped and he ducked, and he parried the lizardman's barrage of blows, sword swings, tail slaps, and tongue punches galore. Hey, big boy, don't come walking over my way all ominous and shit. They're the ones fighting, no? Welcome to Rockers Island, bitch! Street rules! Oh, oh shit, he said it! He said the title of the episode! Heck yeah! That one was on my parlay! All I need now is for them to fall off! Cargon stomped forward, ready to throw hands, well prepared for action, fully intent on bludgeoning this unassuming knife ear into a bloody pulp with his destroyer-sized brass knuckles. But just as he was about to lunge forward and crush his opponent like a common insect, flashback harp sounds played in his head. Cargon, my son, remember this. Never hit a woman, said his mother, an equally huge orc wearing a muumuu and curlers in her hair. I, Cargon the Destroyer! I'm suddenly conflicted about destroying this puny elf girl. Well, then destroy this boot in your jaw, you boot-licking son of a bitch. Crystal hits him with a flying roundhouse to the jaw. Nobody calls Mama the Destroyer a bitch. Prepare to be my tit. Holy fucking shit, Adrian. Do my eyes deceive me? Or are there four fighters duking it out all at the same time? Your eyes still no last, guy. Oh my god! Crystal is trying to destroy around the ring like a mechanical bull. Get off of me! Don't make me use these brass knuckles! Crystal leapt like a gazelle out of his range of motion, just as the titan's blow struck his own face so hard that his head receded into his torso before popping back out again. Oh, that's got a sparks! While Don's bronze kneecaps creaked and cronked beneath his buttocks, 
as he did his ding-dang darndest to stay standing. Ah, Crystal! Ah, ah, my little fucking help, my friend! And Crystal, looking over to her tag team partner from the sideline, watching as he stumbled about on the plank, barely managing to defend himself from the Lizardman's relentless onslaught of attacks. She knew she had to tap the fuck in and save the day. Not for any altruistic means, no, no. She couldn't give less of a shit if that craven little snitch lived or died. But she knew she had to step up for one reason. Don Ganyaro's untimely death at the hands of Jinjax and those bloodthirsty piranhas. It would mean that Crystal had lost the match. And out here, in the Rikers Island Super Arena, winners don't lose and losers don't live long. So she choked down her PTSD flashbacks of episode 113, doing her best to avoid gazing down at those piranhas as she sprang to Don's aid, palm outstretched. Aha! Yes, yes, yes! Thank you, my friend! Yes! So, you're Jinjax, eh? I DVR'd King Rodney kicking your ass for the championship belt, and I never got around to watching it. I heard he wiped the floor and the ceiling with you. The elf and lizardmen were locked in pitched combat, presently engaged in a blurry flurry of sword swings too quick to be seen by the naked eye, as they danced precariously over the piranha pit like some murder-horny ballerinas, doing all sorts of spins, flips, cartwheels, splits, and pirouettes atop that simple plank of wood, anything to avoid the other's constant onslaught of attacks. Don't look down, don't look down, don't look down! Now that's more like it! Look at them go, people! This is the kind of trapeze act over some piranhas slash sword fight action this crowd came to see, am I right? Crystal is really in her element out there, but it looks like her partner could use a little assistance! Get over here, you little squirt! Ah, no, no, no! You cannot be doing this! Ow! My fucking ribs! Oh, you squeeze! You're squeezing me like squeeze, 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 squeeze! Oh, I cannot breathe, my friends! Oh, help me! Help me, Crystal! Fine! Oh! Jesus, Louise, give me a fucking second! Jinjax, with his preternatural lizard brain instincts, he spun around and swung his thick, lightning-quick tail straight for the elf's face, intent on staggering his opponent, possibly even knocking her into the waiting mouths of like a thousand piranhas. Though his quarry, the object of his ire, Crystal the Radis saw that shit coming from a fortnight away. So she bent herself backwards at the waist and allowed that tail swipe to sail like two millimeters overhead, just hardly grazing her nose as it arced past in slow motion. Don't look down, don't look down, don't look down, don't look down, don't look down. Oh, I'm looking down. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Okay, I'm not looking, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. Okay, I'm not looking, okay. Then the elf did a cartwheel backwards, swinging up with her sword as she stood upright once again dodging the Lizardman's attack and slicing his goddamn tail clean off in a single fluid motion. But she wasn't done yet. Nay, 
for then she grabbed the thing from midair and used it like a whip, nailing the lumbering Cargon right in the hand. Owie! Yes! There's that severed limb I was looking for! All I need now is for that streaker to show up! Hmm. Oh, hey there, Chet! You think you can hold the fort on your own in here for a little bit? I gotta, uh, go take your shit. Yeah! Oh, sure, yeah, no problem, bud. Take your time. Don crumpled to the floor, gasping for breath, struggling to force air down his collapsed windpipe as Cargon turned his now glowing red eyes straight to Crystal, who stood there with a big dumb grin on her face, waving at him like, Ah, <laughs> yeah, hi. Oh, Goblin Jesus, have mercy! Cargon is tagging in! But how will a man of his size hope to compete when the arena is a precariously placed plank of wood? The Titan immediately stooped down and grabbed a hold of the 2x4 Crystal still stood upon, ah! hoisting it into the air. <laughs> An interesting new tactic by Cargon! And the referees have not called foul play! I think we've got a brand new meta-defining technique on our hands here, ladies and folks! Holy fucking shit, would you look at her go! I didn't know elves could fly! <laughs> Meanwhile, back at ground level, Don Gagnaro struggled back up to his feet fueled by pure distilled adrenaline in his battered and bruised state because he knew full well that elves in fact could not fly and that Crystal was on a crash course with the fighting pit floor if he didn't do something about it. So he pulled out his sword and prepared to perform his ultimate technique. Do not fear Crystal! I am here to help you! The elf presently spun around faster than a 360 no Sword outstretched, aimed to the heavens above. Crystal! And he hucked it in a perfect arc straight toward his plummeting target. Crystal the motherfucking Rattus, who reached down and caught the thing by the hilt as it came whizzing by. Beauty little knife here with a beauty little sword thinks she can defeat me? Defeat I? Defeat Cargon the And he, Cargon the Destroyer, with his head cleaved in fucking half, that colossal cadaver collapsed, dead before he even hit the water. As his arm, the last body part yet to submerge, sunk into the opaque depths of the tank while giving a thumbs up to the camera. Holy matrimony and cheese! Cargon just got himself laid into fish flakes and flung in the tank! Oh, and Jinjax is devastated! I've never seen a lizard man cry before! But again, I've never seen a pair of rookies come in and eliminate a top-tier contender either. It's the upset of the century, ladies and folks. Crystal, Rattus, and Don Gagnaro take home the victory royale. Oh, I only wish Adrian could have seen it. Hey, everybody! Look at me! I'm streaking! Hey, Don, I guess I owe you an apology. You really stepped up when I needed you most. 
Oh, oh, shit, she can't. Oh, they beat me. Oh, they beat me with the baton. This is big police brutality. Oh, my eyeballs. They pepper sprayed me. Oh, four. Anyway, I guess you're kind of all right after all, friend. Now give me a high five. Aha! Yes, 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 my friend. Oh, my good golly gosh. I recognize that iconic theme song anywhere. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody else, put your ass cheeks together for the man who signs my paycheck. Very impressive display out there, Miss Everfall. Very impressive. Um, and just who the F are you, Mr. Monopoly-looking ass? I am Warden Riker. I see you've acclimated quite well to my island. Now let's talk business, shall we? Thanks for tuning in to me screaming about wizards for 20 minutes. If you're still here, odds are that you've enjoyed what you just heard and are stoked for more. Well, let me tell you that there are two complete seasons worth of episodes where that came from. So feel free to check those out while waiting for the next one to drop. Finally, if you want to see the Wizard Scroll reach as many ear holes as possible, hop on your social medias and tag me in all your Wizard Scroll praise. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your frenemies and even your grandma about your new favorite podcast. Word of mouth is how this show can continue to grow, so share the shit out of it with everyone you know. And until next time, bye bye The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W. But how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.